Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's 9.30 in 716. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mazrowski. Outside, currently mostly cloudy, 30 degrees in Buffalo. And let's join Jason Allenbaugh now at the National Weather Service tracking a couple of messy days ahead for western New York. Uh, Jason, winter weather advisories are posted. Take us through the day today. Sure, here's the timeline, the way things are working. Um, actually, it looks like the snow is going to start up a little earlier, so we actually started the winter weather advisories up um, at 1 o'clock this afternoon. So that snow could fall pretty heavy at times, especially as you get after like 3 or 4 o'clock on into the early evening. And um, that, so that will affect the commute. I know a lot of people are, you know, not, not much school this week, but definitely those that are working today, you know, should keep that in mind for the evening commute home. Um, and then we're going to switch that snow over to a mix. That's still on track, so that, that timing is still good. Um, that mix would be freezing rain or sleet, and then down into the southern tier, probably just more rain. Um, could still see some ice accumulations. Actually, that, those forecasts have hold pretty, pretty steady. So um, from Buffalo kind of north towns and on over into Wyoming County and on to the north towards the Lake Ontario shoreline, looks like around two to three tenths of an inch of ice and so with that combined with the snowfall that happens late this afternoon first thing this evening of you know um, two to three inches maybe up to four inches in some spots definitely leads to a very messy um, kind of situation going on for late today and into tonight. All right you mentioned that ice Uh, when do we have to start being concerned about the ice that's coming down and uh, Buffalo northward is it I mean is that pretty much everyone the north towns? Yes, the north, basically Northtown, draw a line from the Northtowns down over to Wyoming County, so a little southeast, and then head that on up to, to Lake Ontario. And even over towards the Rochester area, they're still in line for seeing the, the greatest ice accumulations from this. When is most of this mixed precipitation? Is it during the night tonight and overnight? Yeah, the heaviest precipitation, as looks as it's looked for a while, is going to be um, late today and into, into into tonight. Tomorrow, there's still going to be mixed precipitation around. It'll probably be the form of um, like light freezing rain, maybe even a freezing drizzle, and maybe some sleet. That's the kind of the expectation right now, uh, at least for for our area. Um, down into the southern tier, as it's looked for a while now, too, it's going to be mainly a rain kind of situation down there. But much lighter intensity tomorrow compared to tonight. But still, it won't take much with temperatures right around, you know, freezing um, with that light mixed precipitation causing trouble. Um, so it, it happens tonight mostly. By tomorrow morning, uh, are temperatures enough? I mean, how much of a factor is ice going to be in that commute around this time and later tomorrow? Definitely could be a rough commute tomorrow, I'm um, for sure, because temperatures look like they'll be right around freezing, if not a little below freezing from that same corridor we've been talking about, the north towns kind of over to- towards our east and then up towards the Lake Ontario shoreline. 
So right now we're looking, I'm looking at temperatures right here, um, basically upper 20s to around 30. So whatever mixed precipitation is occurring, you know, it'll be falling with temperatures below freezing. So, yeah, the, the morning commute tomorrow definitely could be a rough one. All right. Is wind going to be a factor here? So the winds um, look like they'll be the strongest up toward the Lake Ontario shoreline. We actually have a gale warning up for the um, western part of Lake Ontario. So that'd be against the shoreline of Niagara and Orleans counties. Could see gusts up there around 45 miles an hour, and that would be mainly tonight. Um, so if there's you know ice accretion going on on trees and power lines, that could be an issue we'll have to watch out for. Um, after that, the winds definitely kind of settle down tomorrow as we're kind of between systems and the next system that'll bring in some stronger winds and the cold front that'll kind of change all this wintry mix to back to snow. That comes through on Thursday night still. All right. I, sounds like a lot of uh, winter weather. to watch. I mean, I might need even the snowblower from uh, all this, you know, a couple rounds of snow that you're talking about. It's possible, and and as we've kind of talked the last couple of days, there could be sleet mixed in with that too. And sleet is a much kind of denser kind of consistency compared to snow, and is really tough to shovel and to move. So, that's that could be kind of mix into that. So yeah, definitely. Um, if we get a few inches of that, that would definitely be snow snowblower material there. All right, back to winter, Jason. Thank you. All right, you're welcome. Have a good day. You too, Jason Allenbaugh at the National Weather Service. All right, we're getting you ready for the winter storm and uh, what might come next. Keep it locked here to WBEN. Meanwhile, 506 now on WBEN, still trying to learn more about a triple fatal crash on Millersport Highway near the UB campus that happened Monday night. The victims, 18, 19, 20 years old, two males, one female, pronounced dead at the scene. Their bodies found outside the car, which had overturned. We still have to determine, um, I mean, preliminary indications that the speed may have been a factor, but there's still some more work we need to do to kind of figure out for sure. Damhurst Police Captain Kevin Brown, the driver, an 18-year-old female and a 17-year-old front seat passenger at ECMC with non-life-threatening injuries. Names of the victims still being withheld. Those in the car were from Buffalo and Cheektowaga. Even though the state and soon the U.S. will have let most COVID restrictions expire, the city of Buffalo is looking to bring one pandemic-era policy back. WBEN's Max Ferry has more on the talk of a selective return of the eviction moratorium. Buffalo Common Councilman Rashid Wyatt has brought forth a resolution to the council regarding a temporary six-month prohibition of eviction that he thinks will help solve the increasing number of evictions in his district. But I'm really asking for the landlord and the tenants to work together to see what they can do instead of us having a high evic eviction rate. I mean, 55% in the university district is very alarming, or 1421 five is very disconcerting and so I needed to do something to bring the attention to what we can do to mitigate this problem. Many community members are already raising concerns. Lisa Damiani with the Western New York Property Owners Association highlights issues the landlords had with previous eviction moratoriums. So, so the moratorium gave people a false sense that that they didn't have to meet their obligation. There are people that certainly were hurt through uh, the, the, the closing down of our economy. There, there's no doubt about that. But like I said, shifting the burden to another group of people is not a solution. The solution is providing support, providing assistance. That's the way you solve a problem, not shifting it to somebody else. The council sent this to the Community Development Committee, where they hope to hear from both landlords and tenants. This is Max Ferry for WBEN.com News. All right, Max, thank you. A rough night for the Sabres. Pass Ryan O'Reilly with an empty net chance here for the hat trick goal, and it gets across the line. Almost kept out. Ryan O'Reilly comes back to Buffalo. 
not only scores his first in a Maple Leaf uniform, he gets the hat trick goal. 6-3 loss to Toronto. The Leafs score four goals in the game's first 12 minutes, so it was never really close. Ryan O'Reilly, another ex-Sabre, to come to town, score a hat-trick against his old team. Here's Alex Tuck. I mean, there's no really rhyme or reason. Just guys have to look at each other individually. Uh, you got to come ready to play. Um, I mean, every game from here on out is big. Tonight was a big game. We lost it, but there's 27 more games. So we got to scratch this one and move on. Still a big week for the Sabres, so they really do need to move on. They're in Tampa Thursday night before big games with Florida and Washington. Those are two of the teams right above them in the standings. Very rough. Yeah, Uh, you know, tough. Uh, Leafs fans who were at the arena last night, and there were a lot of them, went home happy. But, you know, it's good to throw them a bone every now and then. I do like to remind people, Buffalo's won a playoff series more recently than Toronto, as amazing as that sounds. You know, record playoff drought. Toronto, you know, they get into the playoffs all the time. And then they choke. Yeah, they they lose. Um, But, you know, cute for them to get a win here uh, in Buffalo last night. And Sabres need to rebound in a big way. And, I, you know, I was talking uh, what a fool I look like, right? I was talking all about how excited I was to be able to watch the game. I mean, before I sat down, the game was over. <laughs> you I know, know, one of the few Sabres games I actually got to watch, to watch on TV at home. Um, and, you know, I'm talking about this yesterday. So many people, you know, start sending me, well, I watched the game this way. I watched the game this way. I watched the game. Which is why it's not surprising when I found out how many people in the U.S. admitted to pirating content last year. Stranger Things was one of last year's big streaming hits, and chances are millions watched it without a Netflix account. We can't win this war. 11% of people in a new poll admitted to pirating content, that according to a survey done by YouGov for Variety. That would equate to 23 million people in the U.S. watching something they didn't pay for. The most popular reason for doing so, just under 50% saying the cost of content is too high. But no, it comes with the risks. 37% of content stealers say their devices became infected with malware because of the pirating. Jason Athenson, ABC News. Hollywood. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Snow will arrive later this morning. That snow then will mix with sleet and freezing rain late this afternoon into this evening. Temperatures in the low to mid 30s. Tonight, snow, sleet and freezing rain, especially Buffalo northward, south, more of a rain event. And then on Thursday, we'll have some light rain, some drizzle and some freezing drizzle at times with temperatures on Thursday in the low to mid 30s. Buffalo northward, we're talking 50 across the southern tier with more of a rain event south of Buffalo on Thursday. Friday, everyone's colder. Temperatures near 20 degrees with strong winds and scattered snow showers. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Mankowski. Yesterday, a 17-year-old arraigned on weapons charges in connection to a fatal shooting at Club Marcella. We bring on this morning Buffalo Police Commissioner Joe Grimalia to talk more about it. Um, Commissioner, thanks for being with us this morning. Uh, This is in addition to a 16-year-old uh, who was involved in this shooting. I, I know that because there's, uh, you know, the ages of the people being charged, there's only so much that can be said. But can you kind of explain to us the difference between these charges and, and what exactly is being alleged as of right now? Uh, good morning, Brian and Susan. So uh, we have made one arrest. It was a 17-year-old uh, in connection with the homicide. We are still actively working this case. We are making progress. 
Um, it's uh, it's a very active investigation, working very closely with the district attorney's office. So we, you know, we're confident that we're going to uh, bring a closure to this case soon. Commissioner, we were told last week by Councilmember Nowakowski that the gun got through from a break in the fence near the patio. How did the 16-year-old get in? Uh, he's actually 17, um, but uh, the best of my understanding is the uh, establishment, which some places um, have this uh, over-under night, they call, where uh, people under 21 can uh, get into the club without being able to consume alcohol. You know, that's something uh, the city is, is taking a look at as well, that, that co-mingling law that goes back uh, many years. Uh, you know, I'm uh, you know not really a big fan of that. Um, it's uh, something that used to be the way in some bars uh, going back when I was younger. But, uh, you know, I think uh, having someone of that age inside of, of a club is just, is just too young. Um, you know, working with uh, the owners of Marcellus, uh, you know, they have a, a comprehensive, uh, um, significant camera system. Um, it it's, uh, has played and is playing a vital role in this. Uh, they've identified some security flaws that, uh, that, that they are proactively working on. So, You mentioned the city is looking at that, you know, some of these policies when it comes to clubs and allowing people who are underage. And this involving a 17-year-old, uh, what are you hoping that clubs look at? What would a good policy look like to you? Because I, I think for a lot of people, just the, the idea of somebody, especially under 18, out late, on a weekend night at a club anywhere in downtown Buffalo is, uh, you know, a little eyebrow raising. Yeah, I mean, the co-mingling law, uh, to the best of my knowledge, really is 18 and over. Um, having someone that got in under 18, you know, that's something we are taking a look at. Um, and, you know, obviously the club is taking a look at that, as well as the New York State Liquor Authority. Uh, we are working with them. I've had personal conversations with them myself. Uh, they reached out to me. Um, so, you know, between the Liquor Authority, the Police Department, and the District Attorney's Office, uh, you know, all aspects are being looked at. What specific charges is the 17-year-old facing? So he was charged with uh, criminal possession of a loaded weapon and uh, assault in the first degree. These charges, um, do, do we know whether or not it would result in time being served uh, right on the border here when we're talking about age and, and whether this person would be tried as a youthful offender or as an adult? Um, is there any clarification there yet? Well, that's uh, something that's really uh, on the, the side of the fence of the district attorney to comment on uh, when it comes to the prosecution. I don't want to um, you know, uh, a comment on on his end of the uh, his side of the road, but you know this this also brings into question the the raise the age law that we've been dealing with, and we are seeing you know violent crimes and and other crimes that are being committed by 16 and 17 year olds that were um, a product of the raise the age. You know there are some things that I certainly support. Uh, you know restorative justice, um, you know rehabilitation practices for those 16 and 17 year olds. Uh, but then there's violent crimes that uh, there has to be those types of practices, but um, them removed from the streets. You know, you know, I know uh, District Attorney Flynn has said time and time and time again uh, of the gun arrests that we make when we arrest these uh, 16 and 17 year olds. Um, you know, all too often, almost all of them, to the best of my knowledge, end up in family court and not in youth part where the district attorney has the ability to uh, maintain that prosecution um, it becomes an issue because uh, we never know what happens with that case and then if we wind up arresting them again with another loaded weapon which has happened none of that can be introduced into anything so there's there's changes that have to be made to the raise the age law particularly when it comes to violent crimes
And what about guns? Like in this case, uh, was it a registered gun to someone or was this an illegal gun? I'm not going to get into the evidentiary stuff right now. It still is a pending case. Um, you know, we, we still have uh, some more work to do on this. Um, so we're, I'm, I'm not going to get into the evidentiary parts of this at this point. Uh, that that uh, will all come out as the uh, case progresses. Um, to switch focus just a little bit here, we are on the doorstep of another storm hitting western New York, and this one a lot different than obviously what we've seen so far this year and uh, during the blizzard over Christmas. But when we were talking about ice, things like that, what are some of the ways that the Buffalo Police Department is preparing to be able to respond to calls in you know what could be a little bit of a tricky situation being out there on the roads? You know, we uh, we drive cars just like everybody else does, and our cars, uh, you know, are, are don't stop any better than any other cars. So we have to be very cautious uh, about our driving. Um, you know, it's it's going to take us a little longer to get to calls. You know, we urge people that if, if it is extremely icy out, um, you're better off just staying home. You know, we, we, we saw this before. Um, stay off the roads when the conditions are uh, bad, you know, predicted to be bad. Wait and see what they look like. But I think we all know from living here that when you deal with icy roads, they don't always appear to be, and you're not going to stop any faster. So drive a lot slower and be much more defensive in your driving and be much more cautious. So, um, you know, for us, make sure you're, your uh, uh, your cars are, are fueled, they're topped off, and, and uh, you know, make sure your phones are charged in the event that there's a power outage so, you know, you can get somewhere else if, uh, if you need to get out of your house. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.